Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Here is a message about the cigarette controversy from the Tobacco Institute. Despite years of research, scientists continue to disagree about the alleged hazards of cigarette smoking. Whatever conclusions have been drawn thus far are largely the result of statistics, not clinical or scientific proof. Obviously, much more research is needed. The tobacco industry has granted millions for independent scientific study and will continue its support so that we may replace controversy with facts. Welcome back to Cowboy Killers. We're at bang, it bang. again. Oh, bang, yeah, bang. we're riding into that sunset. It's your boy, Ron. What's up? Um, I was just hanging out. It's a beautiful 4th of July. God, it is gorgeous out today. This is like the perfect day to have like a holiday on. Damn right. And you yeah. know what? I want it known for Cowboy Killers record. Ron is smoking a ciggy while he's on the pot. He's in the full spirit of things around here. Mm-hmm. And we encourage you, the listener, to light up. I got a cup of coffee, too. So it's a breakfast of champions, baby. Oh, man. You know, speaking of that coffee and cigarettes, obviously great Jim Jarmusch film and everything. Oh, yes. But it makes me think of the days of physical media. Because oh, yeah. There was nothing better than being back in the day, waking up, having that ciggy having that coffee and thumbing through the fucking newspaper like that. Oh man, I wasn't, I wasn't old enough to smoke, I guess, during that era. See, I, I got lucky enough. Like, I mean, I, I lived obviously in like the computer age, but I right. also, I lived with my grandfather and that was his, he didn't go on the computer for news. He would, sit down in the morning, flip open the uh, our town's newspaper and, you know, read shit. And from that, like, I, I like, let me give you a great example. Like in high school, my grandfather in true white trash tradition would take me every Friday morning to McDonald's for McDonald's breakfast. Oh, hell yes. And it's, it's like such a sweet memory. He did it since I was in kindergarten and like, all the way through school, high school and everything, we would go get breakfast on Friday morning. And like, we would just sit there like a couple of fucking men, smoke ciggies, drink coffee, have McDonald's breakfast and fucking read the USA Today, which is a piece of shit. And you were eight years old. Yeah, dude. And that's how people from the Midwest are made. Yeah, just blasting ciggies and McDonald's at eight years old. All right, let's do this real quick because uh, I love me some McDonald's breakfast. You know how white trash I am. So yeah, what is what's your go to? What is your favorite thing from the McDonald's breakfast? Bro, I'm like a connoisseur of the McDonald's breakfast. Like, like if I'm going festive, you know, we're gonna go with like the Cinnabon because that's fun. That's nice. Oh you know, yeah, you know. You if know I'm what going- I got. Dude, I just me, me 100% all the way every time 24 7 gonna get it. I will smash like four of those breakfast burritos consistently. 
Oh, dude, I was literally going there. Like, I do not Boom. know what that liquid egg is, but Jesus Christ, it's delicious. And the little balls of sausage with the peppers and oh. Yeah, dude. You know what? Shutting this whole thing down. I'm going getting some McDonald's breakfast burritos right now. Hey, uh, McDonald's, I know we're a cigarette podcast, but let's be honest. Most of your workforce smoke ciggies anyways. So just sponsor us. Let's be real. Let's, let's be honest. Like, I, I feel like McDonald's might have like a higher cancer rate than something like smoking. So get on the safe <laughs> side. If you're looking to curb the whole health effects, sponsor a cigarette podcast, McDonald's. You know, you know, dude, I've always uh, I've always thought because like, isn't like their most of their burger like soy or something like that like it's like it's like a fake patty or something I, like i feel like stuff like that has always been said about like almost every fast food restaurant and i'm sure to some whatever varying degree there's legitimacy i still remember the day that a friend of mine was like yo don't eat taco bell we we're like 18 he's like don't eat taco bell because it's like the same beef and the same grade of beef that they use in dog food and it's like i don't care yeah, it's a dude. burrito for 89 cents. I don't care. <laughs> I'm not expecting quality when I'm not even breaking a dollar bill for a sandwich. Yeah. If I'm buying food with spare change, put whatever you want on it. I don't care. <laughs> dude. I'm buying lunch with quarters. I dug out in between my car seats. <laughs> dude. I, I, I love the fact that you're bringing this up. Cause like, this is the spirit of cowboy killers. Like I, like I, I had somebody ask about cowboy killers if it was kind of like of the vibe of like two cigar smoking like douchebags on the back of like, you know, like in the back of a cigar shop and like you know the type that wearing like a cowboy hat and like fancy boots and stuff and they just no, but it should be. See, I, I think like we have that element, <laughs> but our more element is like our element, like the Cowboy Keller's true element is like 1230 a.m. in the back of like a crappy family restaurant blasting a few ciggies before you have to close the restaurant and clean it. This like, is just a podcast hosted by the goth kids who would just drink coffee at Perkins and smoke cigarettes till four in the morning. <laughs> if somebody yeah. gave that table a microphone, that's what this is. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Dude, good times. Which, by the way, shout out to, I mean, Kentucky is right across the bridge in Cincinnati. I'm home in Cincinnati for a week. Shout out to Kentucky where you can still smoke inside. Yeah. Where you can, where cigarettes are so cheap that they're basically fucking free and you can smoke inside. It's pretty great. I, I really think that like Kentucky is like the last Mecca for like patriotic, like that a true American living, like just smoking ziggies, getting like beer is pretty cheap over there, too, because they don't tax yeah. the fuck out of it. Yeah. yeah beer and yeah, cigs like the, are really cheap. The whole state is just like, dude, just come vibe with us, man. Like, yeah. shoot your guns and fucking chill and like smoke ziggies and drink. like no like i'll put it to you like this no wonder hunter s thompson is from louisville oh yeah dude i have for i have a couple that i'm friends, a married couple in chicago who i'm really good friends with and they go out to like louisville like once a month they want to move there they're obsessed with kentucky they love it 
I, I did live over there for I lived in Newport and I have to say it was it was a lot of fun. Um, I would often sit on like my front porch of my apartment. It was like kind of the front porch area for everybody's apartments, but I would just kind of chill there and smoke uh, pale males, Paul malls, as they're called. Yeah. Um, or as I was talking to a friend from my hometown, apparently there are people there who uh, call them pal mouths too. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, dude. Although I'll go but, with uh, pale mail. Dude, I, I had an email account back in the day that was Pale Mailman 69. And I used oh, to hell yes. email businesses with that. Fun. What you know what? Speaking of Kentucky and speaking of still being able to smoke and all inside and all that stuff, let's run down real quick. Let's run down a list of places that you should let me smoke in still. All right. Number one, movies. Let me smoke yeah. in there. All right. Let me get this is and I, I will say this. say what you will about like vapes or vape pens or whatever, especially like the weed vape pens. One of the things I really liked about those is somebody who goes to the movies constantly. I was always like, I just really wish I could get high in the movies. You always were like, God, that'd be so great. And now with like weed vape pens, I can. I do. Yeah. I, I specifically get like the farthest back corner seat so I can kind of just sit there in the shadows and puff my pen and get high while I watch Fast and Furious 11. Oh, dude, it's perfect. It's it's you can't beat the as far as discreet smoking and getting whether it be nicotine or THC, you cannot beat the discreet nature of the vapor pen. Let's like, shout out restaurant workers who that's all oh, no. they do is just fucking blast pens. Have you seen that? Um, it's, it's old. It's from like the 80s or something. But John Waters doing that thing that they would play in movie theaters in Baltimore to say that there was no smoking. Have you ever seen that? No. So they played it in theaters in Baltimore for a while, I think, in the 80s. And it just opens up with John Waters smoking a cigarette. And he's like, hi, I'm John Waters. And I'm here to tell you that there is absolutely no smoking in this movie theater. But isn't that ridiculous? How are you expecting me to sit here through an entire movie, especially a foreign film, and not have a cigarette? It's repulsive. But anyway, you can't do it. But oh, boy, don't you wish you could? And he just goes like, mm, 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 and like keeps smoking his cigarette. It's great. Look that it's on YouTube. Find that. I shall. That that is Cowboy Killer's spirit right there. He knows what's yeah. up. John Waters, uh, potential future Cowboy Killers guest. We're gonna book him. I don't know how number two suck his cock. Number two, anywhere you sell coffee, let me smoke in there. I don't care where it is. If you're selling coffee, how are you gonna do that? And not let me have a cigarette in there. I'm not saying let me smoke on the plane. I understand that, but let me smoke in the airport. I just paid eight fifty for a cup of Starbucks. Big facts. Let's be mad real. Those little smoking boxes at the airport are frankly dehumanizing. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know uh, the airport here in Cincinnati, but it's technically in Kentucky, is like the last, I believe it's the last airport in America that still has a section inside where you can smoke it. Really? Yeah, I haven't checked it out yet because usually I just get there and I'm kind of like running to get to my gate or whatever. So I haven't checked it out. But yeah, like there is like an indoor like smoking room in the Cincinnati, Northern Kentucky airport. Because that, that's that's sad that they took those away because that's what I uh, I remember about flying. Uh, when I came back from Europe, we landed in Atlanta. And do you know like the little benches with the 
uh, awning overhang that they build yeah. around Cincinnati and other cities to kind of cover people who are sitting on the bench waiting for the bus. Oh, yeah, yeah. Imagine if you enclosed one of those with glass and that was the smoking room at the Atlanta airport. Oh, yes. And they, they had, like, individual ones for each terminal so you could go to, like, different ones. But if it's cramped, it's fucking cramped. And if you have to wait there for your flight, that is what it is. So, like, I just remember, like... Picture like a crowded New York subway and walking through to try to get to an easier, like a, a freer car, if you will. And yeah. like trying to find an open space to smoke a ciggy in this little box. And it was so thick of smoke that you could not see somebody four feet in front of you. Like it was like like the movies, like when Lord of the Rings comes in and Sauron's there and the fog comes in. That's what it was like in this smoker's booth. And that's why I kind of understand. Like, look, I'm gonna I'll level with you. We we can make some concessions. I, even as a smoker, I don't think you should be allowed to smoke on airplanes because they talk about back when you could smoke on airplanes, and it sounds god awful because it's an airplane. There's no ventilation. There's yeah, nothing. Yeah. So, so even if you have, let's just say, let's say you have a whole flight full of like two or three smokers, that's still going to suck. I I agree. I, I'm very cool with the no cigarettes on airplanes, but like at least cater, cater to us a little bit with like a more hospitable, humane smoking environment. Like, right. I hate the fact like, and I mean, obviously, there's not very many left anymore, but we shouldn't feel like we're like, you know, stepping into like a third rate hotels like lobby to smoke cigarettes every time. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. fucked up. It's stupid. And you know what? We can't. OK, so I can't smoke on this on the plane. All right, fine. Let me get pussy on the plane. Let's meet halfway. That's fair. That is very fair. You should be allowed to, if you're not allowed to like smoke ciggies, you should be allowed to get bopped off on the plane. No question. Right. Thank, but then, oh God, thanks, Obama. 9 11 <laughs> changed all that. I know this is really random, but there's a uh, G Junch song lyric in his typical nonsensical shit where he says, we had a mixed president that took all of our guns, but got us back, invented EBT. Now we're walking through the states and we're styling free. Did Obama even take any of our guns? I thought like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> dude, that's what I'm saying. Like every like every like it's like he's commenting from another universe. Like that's yeah. like that's that's kind of why I appreciate it, because like if you really try to like take any like break it apart and take it seriously, there's just too much nonsensical, absurd bullshit in there. Yeah. And well, I don't know. No, no, I was about to make. Yeah, I was just about to say uh, if we were talking about, you know, I was talking about smoking in the movies and I was thinking to myself, all oh, great, like smoking movies or smoking shows. You know, it's one of the best smoking shows of all time. Mad Men. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the best. And somebody made this point. Uh, we were at a little like friends housewarming yesterday. We talked about like you watch shows like Boardwalk Empire or even kind of like The Sopranos. And there's all this kind of like old rustic racism that pops up in those shows, like people using slurs that you've never heard of in your life. And the cowards at Mad Men 
would never. But you are telling me in a what 1960s executive like advertising room? Fuck no. Let John Hamm say it once. Give him one. All right. It's for historical accuracy. Give him one. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, if you're gonna go as far as like you know, letting the casual sexism be in the office place and like prominently showing that. You have to show the other side where, like, occasionally Don's just going to let some hard ends drop. And, like, that's just how yeah. it is. You know, like, we're not nobody's going to be happy about it, but it'll it'll it is what it is. Like, and we got to live with that. Did I tell you about um, I kept myself very entertained over quarantine by just sitting in my house and in my head doing an impression of Don Draper just doing a sales pitch, but just for gay sex in general? Like, do you ever, I think it might've been the first episode where he's doing that like slideshow for Kodak and it's like all those pictures and he's like, they're more than pictures, they're memories. There's something that we live in. It's all like teary eyed and everything. It's him doing that <laughs> and it's a slideshow, but it's just like increasingly more hard, ga hardcore gay pornography <laughs> as it keeps going. He was like, <coughs> I got a kernel in my mouth. Or he's just like going through, he's like, it's more than just friendship between two men. It's something more. It's deeper. And he's just like, God damn it, Don, you better be going somewhere with this. <laughs> God damn it, Don, you did it again. I love it, man. I love it. That is that is that is like. All, all the vibes of that are just like late night smoking, hanging out. With your friend because like cowboy killers tries to capture the late night restaurant smokers it also tries mm -hmm. to capture uh what me and my friends called gentlemen smokes and okay. that's where we would all get together on my buddy's like porch he lived out like kind of in the boonies a little bit and we would just like get together play euchre smoke ciggies i don't think we were old enough to drink at the time I, we might there might yeah. have been like a little bit of beer there, but I, I I don't I don't remember being a big part of it, but I do remember just like going through, you know, like almost a pack of ciggies in a night while playing like euchre and stuff. Very, very small town, Midwestern smoker vibes, uh, the, the type of type of parties where like you have to empty the ashtray multiple times throughout the party because of the amount of smokers. That oh, there. yeah. <laughs> Dude, I have a great memory of uh, the casino here in Cincinnati. This was years and years going on, like almost 10 years ago, probably. But I was down there and they have like an outside smoking area and I go outside to smoke a cigarette and these two guys come out and one of them has and, and this is way like we have smartphones at this point, iPods. This guy is carrying around a Walkman, like not a Walkman, like a portable CD player. And he's got his headphones on and he's got like a small stack of CDs underneath the CD player. So first off, that's how this guy is walking around listening to music. He's ready to go. He can't even have a little booklet. But they come outside and they just start grabbing cigarette butts out of the ashtrays from the smoking area. And they get like yeah. a nice. They just get a nice little bag full and then go inside. None of us said a word. Shout out to all those people you know that want to go through ashtrays at bars and public places to get cigarettes like you, you know what people you do always, that with food oh dude people people I dumpster dive 
Yeah. Oh, dude, I, I did it for alcohol in Europe. Like I, I no judgment whatsoever. Like you got to like sometimes, man, if you need that Nick fix, bro, you need that Nick fix. That is what it is. You got to do what you got to do, man. <laughs> like there's somebody, there's a comedian out in New York who was like, I quit smoking, but, but what I mean by that is I quit smoking butts that I find on the ground. Nice. Nice. I like yeah. respect, respect. Dude, that's the shit out in New York. And even in Chicago, they're the same way. In Chicago and New York, cigarettes are like $15 a pack on like the Love low that. end. Yeah, right? So I never, I mean, like I buy them here and I take them back and I'll, or I roll my own or whatever. But I would like, I would see people who are just as broke as me, like pack a day smokers doing that, and like not going to the suburbs, getting them in the city, all that stuff. And I'd just be like, how? Like, how do you do that? How, how do you afford that? And then I asked somebody out in New York, like I, um, the other day I just, I was out my, the day before I flew here. So I ended up buying a pack of Marlboro lights there. Cause what they do is you find the bodegas and whatever, who get them in from like Virginia or Georgia. And then they yeah. just sell them for 10 bucks flat. Right. So I asked somebody there and he's like, yeah, you got to find the places that get them in out of state. And I'm like, well, how much are they then? And he was like, oh, then they're like 10 bucks a pack. And I'm like, that's still too fucking much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I, I can't even believe when i mean because i mean that's that's like a bag of weed prices like that's like oh yeah like, you know what i mean like like you're you're probably getting in a half eighth of tobacco well I'm probably more than that but like you know what i mean it's just the level of like markup that you hear in those areas and then you know, to kind of counterpoint it where you go to like someplace in Kentucky where you can get a carton for $30 and you're like, baby, this right. is paradise. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it's like I would tell people that and I'm like, hey, go, I just go home to Cincinnati and like buy like four cartons and bring them back here with me. Fuck that. Speaking of lame smoker shit, uh, have you seen the like maybe they do them in like New York, but I haven't been over there, but I know they do them in like L.A on like like i think it's a lot of different businesses but it's definitely ones that are like in the more kind of creative side but like most places you know they have like a courtyard or something like that and like the employees can hang out or like a front area you know whatever a lot of these like bigger businesses have like a designated painted off section of like outside the building and like kind of almost in the parking lot where that's yeah. the smoking circle and like you're not allowed to like go any other place and like i i can't even imagine like being in the middle of like minnesota winter or you know god for please bid someplace that's actually fucking cold like new york or something like that and having to go out like right in the middle of the open, like not even being able to hang by the door. Because, you know, you pop in the corner, you can smoke that Siggy chill vibe, stay somewhat warm. Nah, go stand in the fucking draft. 
Yeah. I had this thing when I was working on the TV shows and shit in Chicago. They had a very specific, this is the smoking area. You have to go in here near like the end, near the entrance to smoke during the smoking area. And they were kind of like, they were big on it. So then I remember the first time I worked on a film lot out in New York, one of the first things I did is I went up to somebody and I was like, hey, if I want to like smoke a cigarette, is there any specific place I should go? And they're like, no. And then I just go outside and so everybody's just like blasting cigs everywhere. So God Shout bless out it. to New Yorkers. Yeah. Everybody in New York fucking smokes, which is wild because they're $15 a pack. That is kind of impressive, dude. That. Yeah. Do you think that like you need the Siggies to kind of take the city? Is it just kind of like it's kind of like fallout where like in order to go into like the nuclear radiation zone, you need like plus 70 radiation resistance. Something like yeah. That. Like, <laughs> that keeps the rats away. Yeah. yeah. That's cool, dude. Fuck. Just like sitting blowing cigarettes, smoking to a roach's face. The first time I go to New York. I just like some fat fucking Brooklyn Italian. I just meets me at the fr front of the Brooklyn Bridge and is like, you're going to need these kid. And it's just a pack of fucking Marlboros. <laughs> it's not safe to go alone. Take this. And you open it up. It's just a box of garlic knots with a pack of cigarettes on top of it. <laughs> Man, that dude, the fucking uh, post ironic. New York RPG. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. I think it's just this, it's this weird sense. Like, I don't know. I think everybody's just like this weird kind of like party uh, burnout. I don't I don't even know how to describe it. You know what I mean? What's the like biggest difference, uh, like as far as like smoker personality between New Yorkers and Chicagoans? Um, I think Chicago, I mean, Chicago in general is just good Midwest meat. That's how I would describe the people out there. Yeah. Just good. Yeah. Just good. Just good union boys. You know what I mean? That's the kind of smokers that you have out there. Whereas in New York, it's almost kind of like in the same way that like supermodels smoke, you know? Or yeah. Like ballerinas. Yeah. Yeah. No, you, you're getting like you're, you're finding like rail thin runway model who goes through like a pack and a half of ciggies a day. And you're just like, yeah, you know, as opposed to like Chicago, it's like guy who works at like a business and goes to uh santa fest every year and gets just absolutely annihilated yes dude i, I <laughs> santa do they do santa fest everywhere i know they do it in cincinnati oh god i wonder they'll probably do it in new york oh boy yeah <sighs> that's some rough shit that's some that's, rough shit that city's already crazy enough yeah, no, and that's that's how I fell into like where I rolled my own for the long like I rolled my own when I was like 18 and broke. And then when I moved to Chicago and I had a job where I went out to the suburbs every day where they're like Cincinnati prices. So I just bought my cigarettes out there in the company van. But then once that place closed down and I didn't go to the suburbs anymore, I was just like, well, I am not paying $15 a pack. So I just started rolling my own buglers. Nice. Nice. Respect, man. Respect. I mean, I don't know. It's how long did it take you to how long did it take you to like get good at like like quick rolling ciggies? I, I think because I did it so much when I was younger, it was always there. And that was the thing. Whenever somebody would, uh, oh, dude. So, do you hear this fucking train? Yeah, dude. Uh, the, my girlfriend lives right next to a fucking train track, 
right here. And this train just blows by and like blows the tour. And I'm being as quick ninja as I can with like the mute on my microphone. I've had to do it a couple times. She has like this train. She lives in like suburban Cincinnati. And I've told her, I was like, you deal with more noise pollution than I do living in New York City. <laughs> and like suburban Cincinnati. Uh, but it. no, so whenever somebody would come up and, and ask me if I, I they could bum a cigarette, I'd be like, yeah, sure. And I'm like, I roll my own. And they'd be in their head like, oh, I don't want to make you do all that. I don't know. And like in the middle of them saying, oh, no, I don't want to make you do all that. Don't worry about it. I already had it rolled up. That's impressive. Oh, yeah, yeah. It just, I mean, you do it enough. I mean, you do it every day. You just get good. And I did it so much when I was younger. So it was already there. It's no big deal. Yeah. What's your OK? Ron's tips for rolling ciggies, a.k.a. also also joints. We can, yes. see, we can we get the uh, one too. The key is when you before you lick it, you got to kind of like roll it together, kind of get it mushed together in a little bit in a nice little tube shape, kind of roll the tobacco itself. And then when you do that and you get a nice like kind of flat and tuby, you just got to pinch and tuck it and roll it. And then keep it going and then like pinch, tuck and roll, tuck and roll is the key. Get it tucked under that nice and tight. I could roll uh, Jay's okay, and that was always and like I rolled Siggy's too. But like that that's always my toughest part is actually because I bite my fingernails, so it's hard for me to get like the tuck because I know oh, yeah. some people use that fingernail there. But like I, I'm okay at it. Um, it. It's 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 a neat it's a neat hobby to have. Well, not hobby, but skill, I should say. I know my like I, I came from people who like like my uncle BB was in Vietnam and he like hand rolled his cigs since, you know, back then. And oh, like yeah. these are the type of dudes that have like yellow stains on their fucking like finger index finger and their thumb from how much that they like smoke ciggies and it's like constantly fucking there and shit. Yeah. Like, gang like that it's it's such a real man's way of smoking. But let's uh, close out this episode. Ron, do your plug. If you want anything from me, streamerlinks.com slash Ron Irvin, E-R-V-I-N, social media, stand-up stand comedy, podcast, all the good stuff. Streamerlinks.com slash Ron Irvin, E-R-V-I-N. You can check me out at allmylinks.com slash Dirt Voyeur, D-I-R-T-V-O-Y-E-U-R. That's got my music, uh, Junkhead Pod, my other podcast. Check out Coney Boys. It's got a link for it there. And my art, as well as some other stuff you might find in there that you might like. But on that note, folks, we are... Glad to be here. Glad to be smoking ciggies. Glad to be puffing them butts as we do. You folks, light another one and take it easy. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast. Podcast.